Disney Deciphered, a podcast helping you save money, time, and stress as you plan your Disney vacation. The parks are closed, so on today's episode, we talk about how we've been keeping in touch with Disney and keeping Disney in our lives while we've been spending time at home with our families. We'd love to hear what you're doing to keep Disney in your life, so you can contact us at DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, at WDWDeciphered on Twitter, or on our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. Final episodes of the podcast at DisneyDeciphered.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere you find podcasts, and we'd really appreciate it if you leave us a positive review. If you're thinking of booking a Disney vacation, feel free to contact Joe at josephchung at travelmation.net, and I can help you book your trip at no cost to you. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Joe from As the Joe Flies. And I'm Leslie from Trips with Tykes. And welcome back to Disney Deciphered. So in today's episode, I'm missing the parks. Leslie's missing the parks. You're probably missing the parks. So we want to talk about how we've just been keeping Disney in our lives. I know I've talked about sometimes I do avoid the Disney content just because it makes me too sad. But at the same time, I've been feeling comfort just kind of knowing it's there for me to fall back on when I need some Disney in my life. I'll start first. You know, actually, we didn't even put this on the agenda, Leslie, but I watched that Disney sing-along, which I thought was going to be like super corny. And in a lot of ways, it was super corny, but we watched it together as a family. And I did, in the end, find it really, not even in the end, but like as soon as we started watching, it was really uplifting. It was really positive, And it was just great to have something like that. And so Disney's been doing a lot of stuff like that. And so we just want to share that with people today. Did you happen to check that out after I told you to record it? Oh, I totally watched it live with my whole family. <laughs> I, I figured we would, but uh, um, yeah, it was great. And it was super cheesy with Ryan Seacrest always hosting it. But um, <laughs> yeah, I... I, that's probably, <laughs> that probably my biggest, biggest question mark on the night. But, you know, it's all good. Yeah, but no, it totally made me smile. It made me cry. It made me laugh. So um, it was it was well done. And I hope if this goes on for any, you know, I hope it doesn't go on for any longer. But if it does have to go for, on for longer, that Disney will do more things like this. Yeah, and they have been, which is a lot of what this episode is about. Um, we'll get to Disney Plus, which is probably going to be the majority of this episode. But the Disney sing-along, if you did miss it, is already on Disney Plus. One last thing about that sing-along. I did find that their staged Zoom calls were just, it was just, I just, I just couldn't. It was just too funny. <laughs> fair. Yeah, fair enough. Seacrest, <laughs> Seacrest talking to his iPad as if he was talking to someone live. It was just, just I, so ridiculous. I really loved that Seacrest had like what was clearly like an iPad or a MacBook, but they had covered the Apple logo on the back of it with like Disney sing-along logo. <laughs> so just to make sure you didn't have that product placement, Disney. Yeah. And you know, that thing wasn't even on. It was just yeah. staring at a blank screen. Yeah, exactly. So. All right. We digress. We digress. Yes. So the first kind of thing that I want to note is Disney Parks YouTube has kind of been going into overdrive in terms of content creation. You know, they have been releasing a lot of ride videos and it seems like they're going to keep doing that. Have you checked out any of these? I peeked very briefly at the Incredicoaster, one that they put out a few days ago from, from Disneyland. But yeah, I haven't looked at all of them. What have they been putting out? Yeah, so right now they have three. So they have Big Thunder, Incredicoaster, and then they also have... It's a small world. It's a small world is a kind of fun twist in that you're riding on It's a Small World, but you ride through different small worlds all around the world. So from all 
of the different parks that have the attraction in it. So it's pretty cool, especially if you haven't been to the foreign parks to just kind of check out the differences between different attractions that have the same song in it so you know it's pretty cool it seems like they're going to keep producing more and more content so definitely you know you can hit that subscribe button on the youtube channel if you are so inclined it's not my youtube channel though so you know i'm not self-advertising here no fair enough um i i totally actually did see that small world mashup video i think i saw it when they posted it on facebook before they were i guess doing this on the youtube channel so yeah that was excellent that one totally did make me cry because it's my son's favorite ride yeah, I know what you mean. You know, I, these things, I don't know, random things uh, make me cry. So, you know, and a lot of times they're Disney related, like that aforementioned Disney sing-along. Yeah, Disney knows how to tug on the heartstrings. <laughs> yes, it's very, it's very, it's very mean, you know, honestly, <laughs> if we're, no, I'm just kidding. All right, so what other good things has Disney been putting out? On my Disney experience, I have been getting a ton of push notifications. Leslie, I don't know, have you been getting these push notifications? Uh, I've gotten a lot of them. I saw the one for the Wilderness Explorer thing a few days ago. So I don't know. Did you check that one out? Yeah, so I checked it out. My Disney experience keeps giving these push notifications about all these things that they're adding. So the Wilderness Explorers, it's kind of like when you click on it, it's almost like you're watching like an Instagram Live or something like that. Like they have the same kind of scrolling bar on the top as IG Live if, um, or sorry, IG Stories if you've uh, done those before, but it's just kind of a way to like get out there with your kids. The first video is I think making a logo. The second video is about getting your badge for finding wildlife outside. So it's cute. It's small. You know, I was actually surprised like a lot of these videos. So there are a lot of shorts that are being posted on my Disney experience, but they're actually very short. Like I'm talking 30 second videos. Again, it's like Instagram stories or Snapchat for those of you who still use that. So, you know, it's cute and definitely can take up some time with the kids. But I think some of the more interesting things is on my Disney experience and also on the websites, they've been posting like a lot of recipes. So I don't know, have you seen some of these recipes that they've been putting out? Yeah, I know they put out the Dole Whip recipe, which very smart people immediately recognized was not the actual Dole Whip recipe, which is dairy-free. And this one had dairy in it. So I don't really know why they were putting that out and selling it as the the real Dole Whip recipe. But uh, yeah, yeah, I blame Deseret.com. Because they wrote in their headline that it was official. And I was like, that's not dairy-free. Like, you're lying, Deseret.com. So, yeah, I'm calling you out. Yeah, yeah. But they've been putting out some some different recipes. And I don't know about you, but, like, I'm kind of having a hard time keeping, like, certain <laughs> ingredients in stock, you know, all at the same time to, like, do a lot of cooking. Like, I can do, like, the standard, you know, meals and standard things like chocolate chip cookies and whatnot, whatnot but I'm not really ready to take on, like, recipes that re- may require more specialty ingredients. Yeah, I mean, there is a severe ice cream shortage, you know, in this household. One, that recipe obviously was not the non-dairy recipe that Disney uses, but two, we don't even have the ice cream to use for that Dole Whip recipe. And then the churros, like, I don't know where I'm going to, I like, I'm I'm just not going to be able to churro it up. Like, I don't have any cinnamon right now. So what are you going to do? Quarantine life. I always have cinnamon and sugar in my house. (laughs) Still have not made churros. So what's my excuse? I think we'll chalk that one up to our cultural differences, Leslie. Fair enough. I don't I don't even know the last time we've had cinnamon. We only buy it when we're going to use it. So anyway, whatever. We digress. All right. So one last thing on terms of your phone. They have been updating the Disney Play app with like new trivia questions and stuff like that. So again, it's not going to like take up all your time or even like a lot of time, but it's just like a nice little thing that you can check out. What might take up more of your time is, Leslie, have you seen these these lessons that they've been putting up on Khan Academy, which are like basically interactive courses? 
I know you mentioned them to me a while ago, but I've never checked them out. So tell me what I'm missing. Yeah, so there are two things up on Khan Academy right now, and they're all free, um, but they're from Disney. So the first is like an Imagineering course, class, I guess, where you know there are a lot of videos from Imagineers talking about the Imagineering process and stuff like that. And then it runs you through with kind of like envisioning or imagining designing your own theme park land. So it's a lot of fun. Um, my daughter was doing it for a while, and she got really into that. It's cool. I think it works on like... You know, my daughter's seven and she was able to do it like at a certain level. But I, I feel like an adult could do the same course and like engage with it on a different level. So it's a lot of fun. Get your creative juices going. But if you're super creative and artistic, they also have a Pixar course where it's kind of like practicing and learning how to draw Pixar animation. And so that's super cool as well. So these resources, Khan Academy is offering them for free right now. So definitely worth checking out, uh, especially if you have kids who kind of need creative outlets right now. I need to get my 11 year old on that. For sure, because she's finishing all of her homework by 1030 every morning. (laughs) So that'll keep her busy. Yeah, a lot of that happening. The Pixar one's called Pixar in a Box and the Imagineering one. If you just Google Imagineering Khan Academy, uh, you'll find it really quickly. And so that's pretty cool. All right, so let's move on to the main event. I have been watching quite a bit of Disney+. Plus. What about you, Leslie? Guilty. Let's just run through kind of like the different offerings. So let's start with movies are there any like movies that you have been watching or anticipating or been enjoying during this time well we've kind of dug back in the disney vault and we've watched a couple of movies together as a family that are like old school disney like the absent-minded professor like in black and white (laughs) so we're trying to kind of find ones like that i've got i've added a lot of things to my queue um like for example bed knobs and broomsticks which is a favorite of mine so i'm trying to get the kids wow all these deep cuts yeah deep cuts and then my kids love the old school mickey cartoons like i mean my son has watched steamboat willie again and again and again and if you go over to the extras tab on steamboat willie i don't know if you've done this joe there is an emoji version of steamboat willie that they've added there which he thinks is the greatest thing since sliced bread Wow. Yeah. That's actually pretty impressive. My kids kind of, when it comes to Mickey stuff, they want to watch the new stuff like Roadster Racers and things like that. But we'll get to TV shows in a bit. In terms of movies, I think a few episodes ago, I spoke about how I made my kids watch Robin Hood, the Fox animated version, which by the way, quick aside, they're going to make a live action version of that. Please, no. No, not everything needs to be live-action version Disney. I, I'm just not looking forward to what this animated, non-animated, human-like-looking fox is going to be. It's going to be like a Sonic the Hedgehog situation. It's not going to be good. But anyway, I made my kids watch The Sword in the Stone. That made me very happy. Uh, we all watched it together. We all enjoyed it. And one thing I noticed is that there's kind of like, I don't know, my son is in this weird point of his life right now where he asks me, like, if everyone is a bad guy. Like, is that a bad guy? Is that a bad guy? Is that a bad guy? You know, one nice thing about the Sword of the Stone is there's not really like a villain in the film. And it was just really kind of heartwarming. Great to watch with my kids. Another one that I haven't watched with my kids, but one of my favorite movies and one that always puts a smile on my face, Cool Runnings. I like to watch that one on repeat. And I don't know if you noticed, but in a few weeks, or maybe already when this episode releases, Princess Bride is coming to Disney+. Plus. That's going to be on my list. As you wish. Exactly. No, I'm looking forward to that a lot. That's one of my favorites. My daughter has seen that before, but... I think we can probably watch it with my son now that he's six and a half, right? That wouldn't be irresponsible parenting. Is he going to ask you if it's a kissing movie? (laughs) 
he'll be fine with it. He's such a sweet little guy. <laughs> yeah. So any other films that you might recommend? Well, I'm actually, I opened up my watch list to sort of see what I have. And definitely high on my list is I want to see Flight of the Navigator again, because I haven't watched that since I was a kid myself. So definitely want to watch that. But yeah, I've got some like pretty obscure stuff like... <laughs> I've got this original Swiss Family Robinson on my on my watch list. I've got the original Freaky Friday with Jodie Foster, and I have Escape from Witch Mountain in there right now. So yeah, again, deep cuts. That is amazing content right there. I of course can recommend you know if you want to a lot of the Marvel films. You know, not all twenty three are going to be on there, but you can watch a lot of them. If you have Netflix, you can almost cover all of them. I think you can get like sixteen to seventeen out of the twenty three total. And I keep trying to watch some of the star wars movies but i found that some of them just don't hold up obviously not the original trilogy that original trilogy is unimpeachable but some of the other ones i've just been skipping around to my favorite parts so you know you can do that as well yeah i need to sit down and like binge watch all of them with my my kids because they've only seen bits and pieces but that requires an investment of time that even in quarantine i'm not sure i have right now yeah actually that reminds me while we are still quarantined i need to make my oldest daughter watch episode four then episode five so she can not be spoiled about the identity of luke skywalker's father important very important <laughs> yes these are very important things all right so let's move on to tv shows um what have you been watching so like i said my kids have been into you know a lot of the disney junior stuff i think we talk about this all the time they've been watching making the roads racers vamp arena stuff we have still not checked out puppy dog pals even though you recommended that i've kind of been keeping that in reserve for the two-year-old when she needs something to distract her what other kind of tv shows can you recommend let's start with the kids stuff first yeah so lots of disney junior stuff and my son has this habit of like he'll get into a show and he'll binge watch it like two times all the way through, two or three times all the way through. So it was Sheriff Callie a few weeks ago. This, the last week or two, it's been Mickey and the Roadster Racers. Uh, there is, there's a companion show, like a short show, um, Chip and Dale's Nutty Tales that he has loved as well, sort of affiliated with Mickey and the Roadster Racers. But yeah, it's it's been all Disney Junior, like all the time. And my daughter has been into everything with Raven Simone in it. And there are a lot of Disney things with Raven's Simone in, in it. So uh, it's been Raven's Home, which is like a show now that she's like grown up and a mom. Like, come on. Like from, you know, she's Olivia. a mom now. Olivia. Yeah. From the Cosby yeah. show. And now she's Crazy. like a mom with like tweens. This is just, it's also wrong. No, we're just old. That's, that's, that's what's wrong. But <laughs> what are you going to do? So yeah, it's crazy how much has changed, but I guess, you know, she's still making shows. So, and if your daughter loves them, your daughter loves them. What are you going to do? Watch them apparently. <laughs> yeah. They're also like interesting documentaries. So I did flip through some of the one day at Disney stuff, which is like Disney propaganda, mostly because I had this kind of like weird, I guess I was just like curious, like, Watching those videos, I was like, wow, these videos are going to look so different in like six months because so much has changed, obviously. You know, you're talking to people in the parks, even talking to one of the sports center anchors at ESPN. You know, everything is so different and so changed. So it was kind of interesting to watch through some of those. I know I just kind of picked and chose some of them, but to me, it was like kind of a snapshot of history. I guess it was a little bit of a sad way, but I don't know. I respond to things weirdly and watch weird things right now. Another thing that I could recommend people watch is my daughter was really into rock climbing, so we watched Free Solo. The Disney version has all the swears edited out uh, on Disney Plus, if you're concerned about that. You know, some of that National Geographic stuff, like Free Solo, some of the nature stuff, um, that can be really cool too. 
Yeah, we got into some of the Disney nature films ourselves. So we watched Chimpanzee, which was a big hit with my six-year-old. So definitely trying to push some of the moderately educational stuff. It's really good. But sometimes it's harder to like get kids on board with, you know, compared to the animation. Yeah. Last thing I'll recommend, again, this is animation, but I binge watched all of the Clone Wars. I guess, you know, my nerddom is coming through. Those are much more watchable than some of the actual films. Uh, Sorry for those who do not like that opinion. The Clone Wars is not the best written thing that I've ever seen, but still the stories I've found are quite compelling. And this last season, you know, they're they're having one final season um, has been you know, really fun to watch. So I've been watching that. I've also been watching Star Wars Rebels, kind of just watching all the Star Wars cartoon content. And uh, that I've been watching alone without my kids because uh, I'm that kind of cool guy. Sounds like good stuff. I'm I'm a nerd, but I'm not that much of a nerd, Joe. Not yeah. yet. Not yet. That's, uh, that's month three of quarantine for me. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> if you have any Disney Plus recommendations, we'd love to hear them. You can email us, DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, at www.deciphered on Twitter, or hit us up on our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. That about covers all the ways we're staying connected with Disney, but again... If there are other ways to stay connected with Disney that you'd like to share and that you'd like us to share with other listeners, please feel free to connect with us at all those places that I said before. Before we get to Disney do's and don'ts, Leslie, I I want to read a quick listener email. This comes from one of our patrons, Dennis K. He sent it to us after we shared our Disney Memories episode, and I just really liked it, so I want to share it with everyone because this is kind of another way that Leslie and I have been staying in touch with the parks It's through talking to other Disney fans and sharing that kind of shared love for Disney. So Dennis K said, Walt Disney World has been a vacation spot for me ever since I was a child. My parents would take my brothers and I there each year for our annual vacation. When I was a teenager, we surprised my grandparents with a trip for their 50th anniversary. We had clues sent via postcard to them from friends all over the world leading up to a huge reveal that we recorded in a Saturday Night Live style skit show. And the email continues and he just talks about how much Disney has meant to him in his life and different parts of his life. And, you know, that really meant a lot to me and to us um, just to hear, you know, how important Disney has been to people. And, you know, I think that's a great way to kind of stay in touch. So please, if you have stories about what Disney has meant to you, share them with us. We'd love to share them with others. And it's a great way to stay connected to the parks. Talk to your friends who love Disney as much as you do. For sure. And of course, you know, I definitely want to read them because I need more reasons to cry in my life right now (laughs) yeah yeah good point yeah Uh, too much too much random crying but yeah i know all right one thing you won't cry about is our disney do or don't so leslie give us a disney do or don't for staying in touch with disney all right this disney do is for me because i keep forgetting to do this but disney unveiled for the rest of the month of april the bedtime hotline where you can call and have Mickey and some of the other characters give your child a bedtime message. And like, I seriously remember it like five minutes after I put my son to bed every night. And in fact, uh, as we're recording this, my husband just put my son to bed like five minutes ago and here I am having forgotten it. But uh, give that a, give that a call. And I, I definitely remember Disney used to have that this kind of a hotline when you would book a Disney vacation, like Mickey would call you and say, like, tell your kids, like, we're so excited you're coming to visit me. And my daughter, uh, have a video of her when she was three listening to, to Mickey call her. And it was the most lovely thing ever. So super excited to do that with my son. Great tip. All right. So like we said, let us know how you're staying in touch with Disney. We really appreciate everyone for listening. We hope everyone is staying safe out there. Hope everyone's staying safe at home. 
Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate our listeners. Thank you for connecting with us, connecting with us, staying in touch with us. We really appreciate that. Again, if you ever have any questions, please contact us in all the places that I said before. Other than that, thanks so much, Leslie, and I'll see you in the Disney Plus menu. Thanks, Joe. Thank you.